Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon, and I am just back in New York. I was gone for the last week or so for residency in Missouri. Uh, I was out there teaching a couple classes, but really making a piece for the school's graduating class. And, you know, after each day, and while I'm there, whenever I do a residency, I try to make myself as available as possible for, you know, anyone who's graduating, anyone who is, you know, looking to start their career soon or trying to figure out what they want to do. I try to make myself as available as possible so they can come up to me, ask me questions, um, you know, tell me what they're in, what they're trying to do with their careers. And so each day when I was in Missouri, I would, uh, let that happen. And a lot of the questions that people would come to me with is about networking, right? How do you start networking? Or if it's about who you know, like how do you, you know, get your foot in the door? All of these types of things. And yes, networking is important. Uh, I've many of times said that I've never gotten a job without knowing someone first. But the truth is that your professional networking has actually already started, right? It's already been happening and has probably started years ago, right? And I want to make this episode because I think that sometimes we want to believe that our real or professional networking happens after we graduate. Like once I get into the real world, that's when I'm going to start, you know, broadening my network. I'm going to go and take class and I'm going to, you know, meet someone at a party, a choreographer at a show, and then we're going to hit it off. And then the next day, they're going to send me an email. I'm going to give them my card, Uh, all of these types of things. And, you know, maybe, yeah, sure, maybe you can build connection that way. But the reality is that's probably just the beginning, right? That's not going to be the meeting that gets you a job working with them one day, right? They're just getting to know you. They're not even looking at you for a potential job or anything like that. So, you know, for me, networking is actually based on two things. One is trust and two is consistency, right? And if you want a job with a choreographer or, you know, and maybe they teach a lot, like you need to be in their classes consistently for at least six months, Right. Even as me as a teacher, I may know your name after one class and I try to learn as many names as possible as quickly as possible. But the reality is some people come. I mean, in New York, people pop into my class all the time just for, you know, they're visiting for a week and they want to say hello. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, nice to meet you. Hopefully you can come take my class again. But we're not really going to be building a major relationship that way until, you know, you live in New York and you're taking my class consistently. Uh, and I know what you're, you know, trying to do with your career. And I, you know, we start investing in each other. But the point is that I'm trying to make here is that there's a lot of resources. You have a lot of connections already that you don't have to dive into this idea of, you know, I have to go out into my career to start networking or maybe you feel stuck in college being like, I don't have anyone to, how am I supposed to, if I'm here in Missouri or Mississippi or Arizona or, you know, how am I supposed to meet those choreographers and, or those people that are going to give me dance jobs? And the truth is 
you already know them, right? And I will tell you, my first jobs were all based on college and high school connections. A professor got me my first job with a dance company in Denver um, through a recommendation. You know, the studios that I grew up dancing in or the studios I danced uh, around in my own community who already knew who I was, those were the people who gave me my first classes, right? And it's still true to this day. I mean, any residency, this one in Missouri, you know, when I went back to teach in Arizona, uh, teaching in Houston, like all of these residencies or these dance jobs even have been because of friends that I've met 10, six years ago, right? And, you know, the people who hire me are friends who have the ability to hire or they just recommended me when they needed someone soon, right? So believe me, no one is finding me online and offering me thousands of dollars to teach their students or to join their dance company. Maybe they might invite me to audition or be a part of a pool, that's for sure, but there's no direct books, right? No one's just booking me from not knowing me or having a relationship with me. So in this episode, I want to give you all some recommendations, right? And these are recommendations to utilize the connections you already have and maybe rewire our ideas of what networking is in the dance world. And my first one is realize how long relationships need and then give them time to grow. Yeah, for me, and I've said this in past episodes, it can take at least two years for a relationship to turn into a job, right? And it's also important not to expect all of our relationships to turn into jobs. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying either. I'm just saying, you know, it comes into opportunity. Like, when does a job become available, right? Do you know this person long enough to... uh for them to trust you enough to offer you money, right? In the dance world, sometimes our resources are so limited, we want to make sure we're giving jobs to the people who we can rely on. So who are we going to go to first? Probably our friends or the people who who we've seen consistently and have been showing up regularly, right? It goes back to that idea of trust and consistency. So that's the first one. Just realize that relationships take some time, right? The next one is realize that your networking can be passive, right? Like you don't have to be emailing or showing, you know, or getting coffee with someone every week, right? The tools like social media, you know, these can keep us connected without sending emails, right? We all know that email like, hey, just want to check in and let you know what I'm up to. And if you don't know it, you're going to be tempted to write that email soon and that's a fine email to write, but realize that if you're posting on social media, you don't have to send that email. If a choreographer or someone is following you there, you're going to be good. I mean, I remember with Kegwin, when I first got my job with them, I did their workshop for a week in 2015. And then in 2017, you know, Larry started following me on social media. And then 2017, he messaged me on Instagram to offer me a dance job, right? But he's been seeing the work I've been doing, the teaching I've been doing, the, the, you know, how I have, you know, taken the skills I learned in that workshop and applied them to my own dancing. 
Um, but he knew what I was doing and he knew where I was and all these types of things. So I didn't have to send those emails of, hey, just want to keep in touch. You know, we were already doing it passively without being pushy or overbearing. So that's number two, realize your networking can be passive. The next one, and we have two more here. The next one is realize that some relationships won't lead to jobs and that's okay. Yeah, realize that not all of your relationships, all of your professional relationships are going to lead to jobs, right? You may be investing in a choreographer or a teacher for years and they may never hire you. Yeah, and we need to be okay with that, right? They don't owe you anything. I mean, if you're showing up to their class regularly and you, you know, enjoy what they have to offer, just let that be enough, right? And, you know, you don't, and just remember, they don't have to give you anything for that, right? You may express that you want to dance with them. You may express that, you know, you may be the one who shows up the most. You may be the best dancer in the room. That doesn't matter, right? Networking shouldn't be for, for to get something, but network, the result can be to get something, but I don't think that needs to be the expectation and it shouldn't be the expectation, right? We can't put, we can't, you know, rely on people to, you know, or we can't expect people to have that, right? We have that expectation of a job, right? So that's number three. Realize some relationships just won't lead to a job and that's okay. You're going to be so much happier if you can lock that into your mind and just keep moving, right? Keep connecting, keep uh, forming those relationships and it will work. Something will work out for you in the end. Uh, the final one is to reach out to people you already have access to when you need them and you have a reason. Yeah. I talked about this email a little you know, that email of, hey, just wanted to let you know what I'm doing. If you're not doing anything, don't write that email, <laughs> right? Don't, no need to connect with people when you're like, you know, it's been six months and I'm still just sitting here with nothing new. Uh, have a good day, right? Like, there's no reason. That's just wasting everyone, everyone's time. Um, and, you know, I've told this story before, but when I made my first U.S. teaching tour, I'm not sure what episode that was in, but... The people who booked me, the people who said, yeah, come teach my students or, oh, yeah, we have a studio space you can be a part of and we'll advertise for you. Those were people who I either met in college or they were high school teachers, right? I sent hundreds of emails and the only people who responded were the people I already knew or the people, my friends who really vouched for me and put the class together, right? And that takes a lot of effort from their part, right? So... You know, and I know I give a lot of teaching examples, uh, but it's the same applies for as a dancer. Like when I wanted to make my first film, I wasn't emailing choreographers like Crystal Pite or, you know, Azure. Like, and I could if I knew them, but, you know, I didn't have a relationship with those people. So I emailed the choreographers that one, I respected their work, but two, I already had a relationship with who I trusted and I knew they trusted me in a way. So, you know, that goes for choreographers, cinematographers, the people that are in our circles are the people we have, we start with and let that be enough. Yeah, we don't, of course, maybe one day we want to work our way there, but let that unfold naturally by doing, by starting from where you are. Yeah. 
So realize, reach out to the people that are already in your circle and you won't have to, you know, it, you'll realize that your uh, circle is a lot bigger than you thought. And this idea brings me into the final thing I want to talk about. And this is a little assignment for you. If you are someone who is, you know, stressed about networking, you like can't wait to dive in. I want you to just make a list of people who are already in your circle. Yeah, the people who are already in your network, a list of like 10 to 20 people, teachers, this can be professors, this can be friends or studio owners, all those people just make a list of their names. And, you know, keep them in a note section on your phone or you can, you know, if you have a journal, if you're one of those people that like to write, uh, just make a list of all those people. And what that will do is that will give you your starting point. That'll be like, okay, cool. I want to work out of college. Who do I have connections to? And what this is going to show you is that your, you know, your space, your network is actually a lot larger than you think. Right, You don't need to go to New York and meet these choreographers or these teachers. You don't need to go to Chicago or L.A. and meet these people. Sure, like that's moving there is going to be the first step or going to those places is going to be the first step. But if you're looking for jobs, if you're looking to get paid for your work, your knowledge, your talent, look at the people already in your circle, the people who are already connected to you. And when you do this, you're going to see how large that circle actually is. Uh, but that is all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. Thank you all for listening. We are going to be consistent with one episode a week moving forward. If you have an episode idea or you have a question for me, please never hesitate to ask or reach out via Instagram at it's Brandon Coleman or at breaking the wall podcast. Um, as always, Please leave a review. Share. If you love this episode, share it on social media. Take a little screenshot on your phone of the of you listening to the podcast. Share it. I always share them back on either my own Instagram or at uh, Breaking the Wall Podcast or both. Um, so please tag me. Let me know what you think. Review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.